Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast that to our ears every weekend of the footballing season and beyond. We are still doing a podcast to preview every single game every weekend, and we'll be doing that today with League One and to League Two because it is international break. You're joined by me at Graham Bailey on X. You're joined by him at Craig underscore Honeyman on X. Good morning to you, Craig. Good morning, my friend. You okay? Not bad. Another international break, Craig. We've got another one in November. These international breaks, um, I will let them off because they've got to fit them all in before next summer in the World Cup. So it's not a right. Re- this won't be a regular occurrence. If you do, if you are sat at home thinking, "Wow, a lot of internationals being played at the moment," there is, but they haven't fitted in because Euro finals the next summer, as we keep telling you. So yeah, a lot to fit in in a short space of time. So we're going to have a quick look at the international stuff around England, a bit on Scotland, who needs to do what, but um. That's before we get into League One and League Two previews. So England are in action on Friday evening. They face Australia. Craig, um, it's it's an interesting friendly, and I think it's a it's a good one thing because you have, you have to play all these different teams at different times, don't you? Yep. Um, it's it's at Wembley, I believe the Australia game. Yep. Um, it is course it's you. Yeah, I don't. Why is that one not being played elsewhere? But never mind. Um. Yeah, it's the 45-man, 25-man squad, sorry, is being picked. Um, no major shocks in terms of the inclusions, Craig. We have two uncapped players, Levi Colwell and Eddie Nketi, still uncapped. Uh, but they have been called up previously. Um, very experienced squad from Gareth Southgate. Not many surprises in terms of those who are in. We expect to see... A bit of a different eleven. We understand tonight, mate, and Ketty and Cole will likely to get their debuts. Um, Ollie Watkins, the Aston Villa striker with his new deal, might get a chance as well. Um, and we'll, and we'll see which way he goes. So, uh, in terms of England again, Craig, we we're talking off pod a little bit. Uh, we we are of the opinion we don't agree much about England, but of the opinion now, if if you're not in and around the squad now, you haven't got not in the squad now and haven't been in the previous six months there you're not going to go to the Euros there's no one going to come there's not many players who who aren't involved who are going to get a chance to be on the plane to Germany at this point what, what I said Paul was if you're not in the squad now and you've not previously been in the England squad I don't think you're going to the Euros um, you know I did have my one wild card, didn't I? That that we'll come on to a little bit later. But mm. I think we, we're just so strong. England have got such a strong squad of players. Um, it's and... consistent, which I know, guys. Okay, there's a lot of it. I have some of the issues, right? But I don't have a, I don't have an issue with the, with the consistency and and even with we'll go through some of the squad now where some of the players who and and this is the thing where yeah. There's probably half a dozen players who we we could both we haven't discussed this bit, Craig. But I suppose there's, there's probably half a dozen players who we would both maybe substitute out for someone else. But you know, there's a lot to be said for being loyal to people, and I know the main the main ones that people highlight would be Harry Maguire, John Henson, and Calvin Phillips at the moment. Um, so for, I'll put I won't talk about this, Craig. Those three players particularly, Craig. Do you think if all three? Especially Maguire and Phillips. If they, if Maguire stays at United beyond January, yeah. if Calvin Phillips stays at City beyond January, obviously John Henderson is going to still be at Atifak. We presume, never know. Um, do you think all three will be going to, to Germany, Craig? If it's if it's as as it is now, I think as as it is now, Harry Maguire got an assist for Manchester United at the weekend. Um, I, I look at that Manchester United defence. It's better with Harry Maguire in it. 
Um, probably needs to shout at the goalkeeper a little bit more when he plays next. I, I have no problem with Harry. I've said this to you many, many times on the pod. Harry Maguire has never let England down. Never. Right? I, I have no problem with Harry Maguire being in the England squad. Um, and I believe that he'll perform at a level at the Euros. I think he'll start for England alongside John Stones at the back and we will be strong. Um, What's your view, Craig, on, on the... Do you, are you of the opinion? Forget about Southgate, but generally, are you of the opinion that you should be playing regularly for your club to play for your national team? Is that generally your belief? No, generally, generally, no. No, no I, I, I think if you are, if you are the best player in a particular position, mm-hmm. and we aren't blessed as a nation in that particular, so let's look at centre halves for an eight. We we used to be blessed with world class central defenders. You know, Saul Campbell, Rio Ferdinand, John Terry. They, they're just rolling. We don't have that level of player anymore, right? Um, John Stones, I think, has been sensationally good over the past few seasons, matured into a, a really good defender. But we've all known for such a long time. He's a he's a wonderfully talented technical football player, but he's matured into a, a world-class defender. I think Harry Maguire compliments John Stones. I think Harry Maguire helps John Stone to be a better performer for England. So I, I, I have no issue with that. The the, the, the Calvin Phillips one... Can I just go back to Maguire a minute, Greg? The, yeah. one who, the one who I would put ahead of him, and I, I watched him very closely at Old Trafford when I, when I saw Palace play there. And I thought, let me see what you're all about. And I did actually keep a close eye on him throughout the game, off the ball. Because you see, when you watch a game live, and you can you can see a player positionally and, and stuff. It's very, very different, isn't it, to watching them on TV? Yes. And Mark Gay... There is a he really it you know, reminds me of Saul Campbell a lot, Craig. I think he's a wonderful player, and he's a, he's I'd like a to see him get more, yeah, I'd like to see him get more, a lot more than and and he's to be fair, he's in the squad, he's got six caps, yeah. and he's got a chance of being there. The one centre half, Craig, who we and I'm, I'm uh, who we both love, who is currently captaining his Premier League team, and he's playing That's really true. well, yeah, he, he's not gonna yeah. get he's not gonna get more no, Euros, but I wish he would. Really, he, he is the one. He is he is the one defender, central defender, that I would have really hoped England would have given minutes to. Because he's naturally left sided. He's naturally left sided. A, a big he's move in January excellent. and it could happen because I tell you what, Liverpool could do a lot worse than Max Kilman. All day long. Yeah. So Manchester United could, could do a lot worse uh, than Max Kilman. There's, 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 <laughs> yeah. Chelsea could do a lot worse than Max Kilman. Max Kilman is probably one of the most underrated and mm. undervalued players. In English Premier League right now, yeah, he is. So, so we'll keep that coming. Yeah, sorry, go on uh, on to on to Calvin Phillips. Yeah, I, I, I think again, Graham. You know, in in this central midfield kind of holding pivot area, England are not blessed anymore. We don't have loads of players that are playing in that position. We have Declan Rice, who's one of the best in the country, mm-hmm. who does it. Um, but then you move on from that, and and who do we have? We have Jordan Henderson. And we have Calvin Phillips. And I think the problem, the problem is with this, Craig, as well, is we do know Southgate's preference for, for playing two of, two, two of the pivots, two of the holders in there. Double pivot, yeah. And, and, and that's that's not going to change, is it, to be fair? As much as we as much as much we know that Rice could do it himself and, and we would say play Bellingham or Bellingham. But, but it, it's it, not, it, that's it, not going to happen, is it? No, but it, the, the whole concept of the double pivot is that the players in front of them become attacking players. That's the theory, isn't it? That that the you know that the four in front it's their it's their job to attack beyond the pivot that that's that's the thing so I, I totally get it I totally understand it um, you know 
I, I'd love to see Ford a little bit deeper, but Gareth Southgate's made that that point and he, he he makes it really well. He doesn't play there for Manchester City, so why all of a sudden should he play there for England? I do get that. They've experimented with Trent Alexander Arnold in there. He's not a midfield player. He is not, he's a wonderful technician. We 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 know that, but he's not a midfield player. We, England are blessed right now with the best young player in the world. The best young player in the world is Jude Bellingham, who's overtaken. Um, and we're saying he's old now. We're not saying he's old, but he's taken that mantle from Phil Foden, and he's taken it to a different level. You know, you and I have been Phil Foden's biggest fans for such a long time now, since he was he was just a boy. Bellingham has exceeded Foden already in terms of where how he's performed for the England national team. There's no doubt about it. In an England shirt, he has been outstanding. It's almost like when we, when we had the the breakthroughs of the likes of Michael Owen. And Wayne Rooney, I th- I think Bellingham has explored onto the the national team similar to how how Rooney did and, and Michael Owen before him. Yeah, okay, but uh, obviously we're not debating Jude Bellingham or Phil Foden, but it's coming back to Phillips. Should he be in the squad if he stays in the play? Yes, I've, ju- I've just I've just made the point. Um, yeah, we, we, think, we don't we, we, don't, yeah, we don't have don't, that. We yeah. don't have that. So who who Obviously, well, obviously, for me, like if it was me, I would only play Rice in there, and I would play Bell. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're, not, we're, we're, not, we're not. Yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're playing the double pivot. Yeah, we're playing the double pivot. Jordan Henderson. So the same reasoning for Jordan Henderson then. I listen. I think I think Henderson's the one that maybe misses out. I think he 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 won't. He won't. But for me, I, I just think that maybe because Ward Prowse is that the one the one option he has now is Ward Prowse is playing in that pivot. I, for I like Ward, now. Yeah, listen, I would take Ward Prowse ahead of Henderson personally um, for a few reasons: uh, his set plays, his free kicks, his corners, his delivery, uh, his long range passing. He doesn't have the same engine that Jordan Henderson has. Um, he's not as ferocious in the tackle as Jordan Henderson is. So. Or a Calvin Phillips, or or a or a Declan Rice. We, I, I get that. Uh, I just think he offers. He could always be like a quarterback for England. Um, I, I, look, I, I'm a huge fan. You know, I am Graham. I'm, I'm probably one of his biggest fans. Um, I, I think Ward Prowse is just a wonderful football player, and I think he's playing really well for West Ham. It's a shame that he didn't make the squad, but I do understand why why others are playing. Um, and- and one reason he didn't obviously is Conor Gallagher, who I know yeah. I know I don't know you like your stats career. Conor Gallagher's playing very well for Chelsea. He has the most tackles made this season in the Premier League for Chelsea, most interceptions. Yeah. Most possessions won, most duels won. Conor Gallagher is playing very, very well there. So I think he's probably the reason. Um, Conor, Gallagher, Conor Gallagher again, Graham is a wonderful, wonderful football player. Uh, and we we did suggest, you know, was it time for him to move on from Chelsea after he had his his breakthrough at Crystal Palace on loan. Um, that hasn't, hasn't transpired. He's now worked his way into that Chelsea team and he's performing really well. Um, and he's working for an elite elite manager. Uh, no sign of a new... It's one to keep an eye on Conor Gallagher. No sign of a new deal yet. And he is up in 2015. So that's one that'll be coming more and more a subject I think we'll be talking about is Conor Gallagher's future because Chelsea do like their players to, to sign up in advance, Greg. They don't like their players to go in last year's of the contracts, so we'll keep an eye on Conor Gallagher's situation. Obviously, as you said, Trent, we don't class him as midfielder. England do, and obviously, but they class Phil Foden as a forward, etc. Um, in terms of those, so we talked about James Ward-Prowse um, not in the squad. Raheem Sterling missing out, Craig, and, and we were just looking looking at the stats yeah. involving Raheem Sterling. He's 
we talk about Conor Gallagher most tackles made. I think Raheem Sterling is Chelsea's best player so far this season. Okay, He's playing really okay, well. Long. Still only 28. And we did come up with these with the facts. From 82 caps, he has 20 goals and 27 assists. Sensational. Um, I And this is where I have a problem. This is where I have a little bit of a problem with Gareth, Craig, because, you know, yeah, fine. You're staying loyal with some players. And you stay, you, Grealish, Grealish is in the squad, for instance. Um, when he hasn't, Sterling is a miles better footballer than Jack Grealish, a miles more effective. Exactly. But can you tell me why? Can you tell me from? Can you give any reasoning as to why Gareth wouldn't be picking Raheem Sterling? Yeah, I think. um, I I I might be totally wrong. Um, He knows what he knows what Sterling can do. He knows what other players in there that are going to be given an opportunity, Um, and you know there was that. That fallout, very high profile fallout some years back with um with Alexander Arnold in the England squad. It, it happened in the domestic game, didn't it? Um between Liverpool and City, and that boiled over into the international camp. And I'm not sure they've been in an international camp um together since, have they? I'm I'm not sure. You, you can confirm that for me, Graham. I, I'm not I don't think they have. I think I think um Trent missed out on so many occasions, uh, and and rightly so. I think it was a right call uh, because other players at right back are far superior defenders, um, and we do have to defend that international level, of course. I, I, Raheem Sterling, we talk, we talk his numbers, his goals and assists are brilliant, and he's turned up at tournaments for England. Uh, I I think he's going to the Euros, Graham. I think Raheem Sterling goes to the Euros, uh, and I also think Trent Alexander Arnold misses out. I hope he does. In terms of he hasn't really, he hasn't picked um, a left back in this squad, Craig. Um, obviously, Adam Blair was the only one that was maybe, maybe have well, a, an outside you, chance. You say on that. Him. Well, you say that. I think Tyreek Mitchell's playing well at Palace at the moment. He's given him yeah. a cap previously. I think he's yeah. playing really solidly. I don't. I don't think. He, I don't think he. Um, obviously, Solly March who played left back against in Brighton's last game against. Remind me who that was at Brighton. They played. He was really good anyway in that game. Um, for Brighton, so he hasn't got. I, I, I think I don't. I have a the slight problem I have with this squad, Craig. I don't think it looks particularly balanced. Honestly, well, so from from the left back perspective. Yeah, on the left, yeah, I worry. Um, obviously, yeah. Colwell's injured, Shaw's injured. We know that Chilwell, sorry, Chilwell and Shaw aren't in there. We know he's got options there, but I, th- I think he'll play Colwell left back. Yeah, yeah, which is obviously we like Caldwell. We knew, we knew he was going to play for England, Craig, and, and fair enough if he's happy playing there. He's played there a bit and pieces for Chelsea, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, helping out and in that back three or whatever. So it's interesting. Um, we'll see how we do against Australia. I hope he gives a few players a chance, as you say, before they play. The, Look, the Greg, Greg, what, you, what, you, what you could do if you, if you want to be really clever with the pivot, uh, and a lot of teams are doing it domestically now, and we're going to see this on the international stage. It's what Pep invented a little bit, right? Where where you do have the imbalance, and, and what you'll see potentially, potentially, is Trent Alexander-Arnold start at right back, Levi Colwell start at uh, left back. Um, when Trent goes forward, pushes into midfield, uh, the back four becomes a back three and shifts across. So you're left with three central defenders and an extra midfield player, so you get overloads further up the pitch. Mm. It's it's really that we've seen more and more teams do since Pep Guardiola introduced that. Uh, and we know we've seen Trent Alexander do that for Liverpool as well, where he starts in one position and moves into that, that midfield role to give an overload. Could that be an option for England? Potentially. 
Um, but the, the other right backs can't do that. I would suggest Trippier and and, and Walker. Reese James maybe has the potential to do that, but he's incredibly injury prone. Um, as sadly as Chilwell, James and Chilwell. We said this last year at the pod, didn't we, about them being, you know, Chelsea's two of Chelsea's biggest biggest assets and best players, but also because of their injury record, was also a bit of a hindrance to Chelsea. Mm. The other player I would point out in defence, who's probably a bit unlucky still, is probably Ben White, Craig. Um, I, you know, I think he's proven himself. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's clearly he's an a, issue there with Ben White, isn't there? Yeah, he's a very, he's a, he's a very good fullback, and he's a bit. I still think he's a better centre half, honestly. But he does a very good job at fullback. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it takes. England, England, England have got the best right back in the world. England have got the best. Kyle Walker is the best right back in the world. I think you've got the best two right backs in the world. Personally, I think I think Reese James is right up there. I love Reese James, as you know. But obviously, injury, as you say, injuries are a major thing with Reese. Um, he has to prove himself. He has to, he has to get in there. Um, I, I, I'm still putting Reese James under the the banner of potential because he 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 doesn't play a full season. He he he's, he stop start. It's not his fault, Graham. I'm not I'm not digging him out. He you know he he in an England shirt. He's he, he's been sometimes brilliant, sometimes. Inconsistent. Um, the, the, the my wild card, and we, we talk about this off pod. My wild card um, is the only one that I'd say could make the England squad that hasn't yet. Um, and I've got, another, I've got another wild card for you. But go on. Okay, my 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 wild card is Anthony Gordon, who is playing fabulously well for Newcastle United right now, but also he did brilliant for the under twenty ones and won Player of the Tournament as England won the Euros. Um, and I think he could impact the England squad going into the Euros next year. If he continues to perform at Champions League level for Newcastle United and at Premier League level, like he started the season, Anthony Gordon is my wild card to go to the Euros. Okay. I, I Well, I, I've got one and a half. Um, my main wild card would be Rico Lewis. Um, at Man City, I think he could, because he can play left and right, I think he's got Every chance of making it the injury dependent. I think if everyone's fit, he doesn't, but you know, he was so poor in midfield last week, it, yeah. Way. But he's not a midfielder, but no, and it, those chances, I think he's a brilliant fullback and me can too. play both sides. Yeah, me too. Um, and obviously, keep down Cole Palmer if he continues doing well for Chelsea, but that's a big if. Um, we'll see what goes, goes happens yeah. there. Do you know um, what? I agree about the Cole Palmer one makes a lot of sense. It does, does. And, and, and and you never know. The, the other one you could maybe say he's got a chance. He's not fit at the moment, and he isn't playing. But if he if he gets fit and, and plays, um, and plays. Sorry, I'm sorry. He is he is fit. I do wonder. I would do wonder where Harvey Elliott is in Gareth Southgate's thinking, Craig. Uh, Elliott scored two for England last night as they beat Serbia nine one. Well, yeah, what Dudley Pars has done with that on the twenty one. He's an interesting player, Harvey Elliott, isn't he? I really. He's a listen. Harvey Elliott is a wonderful technical football player. And if you were going to dominate the ball and keep hold of the ball all day long, and, and he can play centrally, he can play wide, I think he's going to end up being a central midfield player. Um, yeah, a, I do as well. Yeah. A, he's, a, he's a very clever player. He's, he's, he's technically outstanding. Um, outstanding. Okay, so, so we touched on England, and we'll, just, and we'll see how they do against Italy next week. Italy without... Um, Sandro Tonoli and, and Nicolas Daniolo will see because they're helping authorities with um, a betting scandal in but we'll touch on that as that progresses over the next week or so see what happens with them in terms of in terms of the two games I think, I think like you said the Australia game is an interesting one because it gives us a, 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 an opportunity to play against a team from another part of the world that we're not used to playing against great 
And then the Italy one, I, I think England need to play their full-strength team against Italy and try and make a statement to win 3 or 4-0 and, and show that we are the real deal and we are ready to win the Euros. Yeah, yeah, but we'll, we'll see how to go. Uh, in terms of qualifying for Euros, Scotland had a chance last night. They missed out as they lost to to Spain. Um, decent performance, uh, two late goals, winning it for Spain. Scotland, they will really will have to mess up from here. Norway will have to win every game, which includes beating Spain and Scotland again to qualify, so it looks highly unlikely for them, but they never say never in football. Um, but Scotland are, are nearly there. In terms of the other home nations, we, we have touched on this before. I don't think we're going to see any of the home nations make it. Granted, Wales on the outside. And I know Turkey had a brilliant win over Croatia last night, which I think puts Turkey yeah. in a very strong position yeah. in that Wales group, which was a tough group, to be fair to them. Northern in it. So I think it will just be England and Scotland at the Euros, Craig. Although there is these nation league, there is chances for the others because of these nation league playoffs, which we'll touch on when we know that because it is very, very complicated um, in terms of nation league rankings, um, etc. Yeah. So, um, because as it stands, there's teams assured the playoffs versus which isn't dependent on where they finish. So it's, it's a very complicated um, is, is it Portugal, system. Is Portugal the only team with a perfect record, Grim? Um, I think they were. Yeah, they, we praised them last time, didn't they? Six from six, yeah. They haven't conceded a goal yet. I haven't conceded a single goal. 24 <laughs> scored. Yeah, they've, they've got that wonderful Diego Costa in goal, the goalkeeper, and Antonio Silva, who... If you haven't seen him, guys, the centre half at Benfica, he's a world, he's a world, absolute wonderful talent. One of United looking at most teams looking at, he's a wonderful talent. So they've got some, they've got some real players coming through there, um, at Portuguese level. So we'll keep we'll keep an eye on them. Um, so yeah, um, onto so onto the um qualifications as I say Scotland will find out hopefully they're hoping to find out this weekend if they're through yeah. Craig. I think if Norway failed to beat Spain, um Scotland are through. So it's looking likely and they put a bit I don't think you watched anything in Scotland last night. I thought they put up a decent effort. Scotland Tomney showing some wonderful form at the minute. He had a free kick to slowed. Um but Scotland are looking still in good fettle at the top of their group. Yes and Scotland Scotland have been been really good in qualifying I think Mac Tomlin has been been their best player. Uh, I really do. I think he's been he's been excellent. So, um, and listen, let's 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 see how Scotland do. Uh, I think it'll be good for for Scottish football, for British football, for them to uh, for them to qualify. Uh, and obviously, it's one of those weekends, Craig, where we don't have anything else uh, to talk about other than League 1 and League 2 which yep. we, do, we do we do quite like these weekends it's good for it's good for these lower league clubs to um, get some extra attention as it were but obviously League 1 as such is now they have a lot of international players so we've only got four games left yeah. in League 1 Craig um, this weekend all three o'clock kickoffs. so let, let's dig into these League 1 previews Craig we start off with Blackpool taking on Stevenage Stevenage in fifth. Um, Craig, you know, they're an interesting team, Stevenage. I think they've done one, everyone fits, they only came up and done wonderfully yeah. well. They haven't spent huge amounts of money. They got the A win over budget. Wigan. Yeah. Yeah, they got the win over Wigan last week. Blackpool are starting to play some interesting stuff under Neil Critchie. They got the draw at Charlton last week, which they should have won there, Craig. They should have won at Charlton. Yeah. They let that slip. They did. Interesting game, this one. I think Blackpool might have, I think Blackpool are a team on the rise. Yeah, I think, I think, I, 
So if when we come to do our quarter season previews in a few weeks, Craig, um, or in about a month's time, Blackpool, I've got my own Blackpool. I think John Rhodes is scoring goals which you were lacking previously. I think the players are adapting again to so our good mate Neil Critchley again. I like Blackpool for this two now. I, I think Blackpool. I think Blackpool are doing well. I think they're a good team now. Again, yeah, I, th- I think Stevenage and, and Steve will try and make a stodgy game. Um, I think Blackpool have more quality. I think they're starting to show a little bit of form. I think Blackpool will win this two one. Just uh, Stevenage won't go then and lay down like some teams will. So uh, I'm sure Steve will enjoy his weekend in Blackpool. Two one to to Blackpool. Cambridge next up, they're hosting Shrewsbury at the Abbey Stadium. Shrewsbury, who had that um, nice win over Northampton last time out, a good yeah. recovery from them. Um, Cambridge, up and down, had a good start. and Narrowly lost to Burton last week, which wasn't good for them. You know, Cambridge uh, mid-table now, but they will have one eye over the shoulder career. Cambridge is still battling relegation, really, but they made an excellent start to the season. Yeah. They'll have they'll have eyes on this one for a win. Um, they can win, but not, or can they, the one all draw for me? <laughs> great, man. I'm going to say it's going to be a, a nil nil draw. Uh, I I don't think it'll be a great game. Unfortunately, I think neither team will want to lose. Cambridge will want to win it more. Shrewsbury will be happy with the point. They'll go. They'll they'll. In my opinion, they'll they'll play a real deep, um, low block, and they'll get a nil nil draw. Carlisle United hosting Leighton Orient. Both teams on the back of wins last week. Carlisle yeah. United, that win at Bolton. Wow. What a win. There's, a coupon. there's, there's a coupon record. And it was my coupon as well. They wrecked last week. But fair play to Paul Simpson's side. The, the 4,000 fans they took to the to the University of Bolton Stadium. So wonderful attendance there from the travelling fans. They did really well. I don't think they're going to lose to Leighton Orient at home, Craig. Can they win it though? I think they're quite could, possibly could. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Carlisle... Two late Norwich nil. It's a long trip for late Norwich. Yeah, I, I, again, it's not just the length of the trip. It, it it's the roads that take you there as well. It's not a nice trip to Carlisle. It it, it it isn't. It's not a nice drive, and you get stuck on that road always on the way in as well. Um, Carlisle one late Norwich nil. Lincoln hosting Burton Albion at Central Bank. Lincoln have stagnated a little bit in recent times. Um, Craig, they lost to Peter. Yeah, Burr, going, of course, mate. Lost yeah. to a bit, a bit of a whimper actually uh, at Peterborough. I thought that wasn't wasn't a great display. Burton Albion, wow, they've really turned this around. Craig undefeated in five. Yeah, beat Wigan, then fold up with a win at Cambridge. This isn't going to be an easy game for, but for for Lincoln this one. No, it's not. I'm going to say one all. I'm going to say one nil to Lincoln. I'm going to get. They are a good team. I'm going to give them a benefit without being at home. But wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if Burton came away with something. Lincoln's season is going to be based on their defence and can they keep clean sheets? Because they don't have lots of goals in the team, Graham. I think they'll keep a clean sheet here and they'll nick this just one nil to Lincoln. On to League Two. That's it for. Um, League one for the weekend. So on to League Two. Um we'd have a live game, Craig. Good. Um, good 12, game as well. Twelve thirty kickoff. It is a good game. Fair play to Sky. We've actually chosen a decent one this time around. We have top of the table, Notts County, twelve thirty kickoff on Sky. And they're hosting Mansfield Town at Meadow Lane. And Notts County who 
decent draw at Barrow last time. We did we did predict, I think, Craig, that Barrow were going to get something from the game. Mansfield, I predicted a draw with Wimbledon. That's how it turned out. I think it was a missed penalty in there, actually, for Wimbledon. Um, so Mansfield are proving hard to beat, Craig. They're a good team now. They're a much better team. They are much improved. First versus fifth. But I think Notts County at home on telly, I'm going to give them the edge a 2-1 win for Notts County. And if Notts County win 2-1, what record would that break, Grim? I what would it know. break for Mansfield? Oh, I don't know. When was the last time? Aldo beat the season. Wow. Mansfield are the only team in English football that currently remain unbeaten. Oh, did Portsmouth lose last week? That record is going to go this weekend. Notts County 3, Mansfield 1. On to three o'clock games. We have AFC Wimbledon hosting Bradford. Obviously, Wimbledon got the draw at Mansfield last week on a good run of form. It's a Bradford team. We haven't got a permit manager in place, have we, Craig, yet? No. Nope. Um, they, they enjoyed the one-nil win over Swindon. Um, Kevin McDonald's first game in charge. I think they'll come back to, to earth here. Plough Lane is proving a very difficult place to go at the minute. Wimbledon, they don't concede many. Only one less than Mansfield. Uh, Two-nil Wimbledon. Yeah, I, I think I think he's done real really good job so far Kevin McDonald in that he's he's brought players back in he's playing with a sense of freedom playing a more open uh, attacking brand of football um, I think that Andy Cook will be fit for this game and because of that I think Bradford going to cause an upset here uh, Wimbledon nil, Bradford 1 Andy Cook on the score sheet Crew taking on Tranmere Rovers at home Crew came a cropper at Salford last time 4-2 there's a bit of um, I saw a few of the highlights there's a bit of Issue with the referee in that game. It was up and down. There was um, I, I saw a goal disallowed and from from that free kick, Salford scored, etc. It was um an interesting game that one. But I think Crew will bounce back here and get the win over Tranmere, two nil at the Alexandra Stadium. Yeah, I think um, I think Tranmere so open at the back, Graham. They 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 really are. They lost Josh Cogley in the summer, didn't they? The attacking right back, and um, I think. Maybe understated was his his defensive attributes. He had he's got pace, so he's got good recovery. Gets back, and they're lacking that just now. Um, crew three, Tramio one. Crew proved too good for them, Graham. Doncaster taking on Sutton United, Craig. Interesting. Doncaster came, slipped up to stop up with a good display, but Sutton got that win which we didn't see coming, Craig. They got no, a win we did it. Also, it was interesting. Two wins, and I think they're both being four or four nil something. Um, tough trip to Doncaster, though. I think Doncaster will have too much for Doncaster for Sutton Craig. I think Doncaster they are better than their league position suggests, or they should no, be. Um, I think they win this one two nil. I thought last week they did okay at Stockport, so two nil to Doncaster. Yeah, no, no one's better than the league position suggests because the league table doesn't lie. Um, Doncaster won, Sutton won. I think Sutton will, will go there and get a point, buoyed from the, the performance last week. Back on the Sutton bandwagon, I like to see it, Craig. Yep, uh, indeed. Forest, Forest, take, Forest Green taking on Colchester United Oof. at the new lawn. Um, Forest Green are just really bad. Um, really bad. Yeah, really bad. Double relegation. Yeah, it's looking that way. Colchester, who are real fighters, they obviously lost the mighty Morgan. Most teams do, Craig, last week. Um, one of us predicted. Um, oh, I think oh, it's a tough one. This one, a one-all draw. I think Forest Green might earn a point. 
Forest Green one, Colchester two. Grimsby entertaining Accrington Stanley um, in Cleethorpes at Blundell Park. Decent draw for Tranmere last week. I think the Thielers should have beaten Tranmere. They had the lead in the Craig and, yeah. uh, and, and they succumbed. Accrington got that good win um, over Forest Green Rovers. Needs to do out Drew and Markham. So, yeah, Accrington are a tough team to beat. But Grimsby at home, if they've got any ambitions to get in the playoffs, Craig, or get near them, they'll have to beat Accrington here. And I think they might 2 1. Yeah, I think it's two teams that are quite evenly matched, Graham. I think Accrington will go here and be happy to take a point. Grimsby will be desperate for the win. They're not going to get the win. Grimsby won, Accrington won, Accrington happy to take a point away. Harrogate take on Stockport. Harrogate playing well, really are Craig, doing, doing excellent. They got the win in South Wales against Newport last week, but I think a good one comes to an end here. I think Stockport must be too good. They're, get, they're getting goals all over now, Stockport. They really are starting to perform. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, I just don't see them being stopped. Um, Olafi, um, Isaac Olafi really is playing well for Stockport at the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll say Harrogate nil, Stockport two. Harrogate one, Stockport three. I think Stockport, Stockport and Notts County, Graham, you know, can can wreck some stop these. They, they, I think what of the one on the bounce now, Graham? Can you tell me that? Um, Stockport. Stockport top of the farm. Well, won it, I can say last six. They won the last six at least. Oh right, okay. <laughs> They're going to win again, three one. Three one. Yeah, they are top of the farm table by some distance. Farm table's last six games. They've got a full eighteen points, and next best wow. is on twelve. So yeah, they are well wow. tuned in terms of the farm table. Well, that that would be a coupon buster game, wouldn't it? But Stockport are going to win three one. On to MK Dons versus Barrow. Barrow eh, playing so well, Pete. Well, he's just such a wonderful. He, job does, he does a brilliant uh, job. Notts County, great draw last week. Um, and and it should have should have had chances to win that game as well, Barrow. But, um, it, it's one that suited all parties. MK Don's just uh, near the bottom of the form table. They lost out to Gillingham. You know, it was always a tough trip. But they need to start winning these here home games, Craig. MK, um, can they win this? Oh, I say one all draw. Okay. Need the win. Oh, MK Dons need the win, Graham. They're going to win. MK Dons 2 1. On to Swindon taking on Newport. Newport shocked defeat last week, um, which was a surprise to them, having beaten Colchester the week before. Taking on Swindon, who themselves suffered that loss, Craig. Um, two on the bounce now, but lost at Bradford, lost Nuts County, but Swindon bounced back to form here, Craig. Swindon 3, Newport 0. Two all draw. I think it'll be a really entertaining game. Oh, okay. Bit of a shock. Um, onto Walsall, Gillingham, Jim, getting getting back in the playoff spots now near the top. Craig yeah. after their their victory over MK Dons last week. I th- yeah, I think Gillingham will be will be there now. Uh, Walsall having another disappointing campaign. Craig terrible yeah. final defeat to Sutton. That, that was awful. Um, really. one all draw. I'll give Walsall benefit of the doubt to a certain extent. I think Gillingham need to uh, need to get the win. I think they will get the win. Warsaw nil, Gillingham one. Wrexham, who were uh, back to back clean sheets, Craig had a great win at Crawley last week. Yep, little bit fortunate, but hey, you've got to ride your luck in this division at yep. times. Taking on a Salford team who had a another rare victory for them. Three on the spin now for Salford. They bounced yep. back pretty well. Um, some good wins in there. You know, beating Crew Crew particularly last week at home. Yes, but I think Wrexham bring them back down to earth here. Two 0 Wrexham. 
Wrexham four, Salford two. Absolute goal fest. Absolute goal fest, Graham. Wrexham, congratulations. Then they hosted their first international in a long time this week at the race course. The, the longest serving, still in use, international ground, the race course. So it was nice for them to host their, uh, Wales International as they beat Gibraltar. But that's us for the, our weekend previous, Greg. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the England games, Graham. Uh, I really am. I think um, I'm a lot more positive than you when it comes to England. I think we have a, a wonderful squad of players. Uh, we've got a more than capable manager. We're in good hands, and let's uh, let's get behind the boys. And uh, I, I really hope we can make a statement win against uh, against Italy. I know Italy are not the team that they once were, and I think we've got to take advantage of that and really ram it down the throat and get a three or four nil win. Arrivederci. Have a good weekend, pal. Take care, guys.